Thanks for tuning in. This is You Should Try Listening. Hey, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to You Should Try Listening. This is one of your hosts, Sierra, accompanied by Miss Lauren, mm. the fabuloso, mm. in case you didn't know so, mm. on our way to grow so stunning. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mother of a one year old. Uh, yes. Girl. <laughs> better wrap it girl oh my gosh you just made me feel like so old even though i know that's not old i just you said mother of a one-year-old and i'm thinking holy crap that's me it's blowing my mind i had a, i posted earlier i saw this it this morning i was like this year my, my cousin became a mom like that's true that did happen holy crap i became a whole <laughs> mom and now that kid is get it walking insane insane yeah who would have thought those cells in your tummy that was poking out just a wee bit would have formulated into the most amazing human being? I mean, I definitely feel like that. I definitely feel like he's the most amazing human being. Oh, I just can't. He's so precious. Today I gave him his first cookie. His first cookie. Oh, yeah. That's a moment. I know. It was one of the ones I made. Those, um, I made some sourdough chocolate chip cookies. I just, I'm trying to get in the habit of using my starter more often. Um, I feed it, so it's doing great, but. I hardly use it lately. And so I made some sourdough chocolate chip cookies and I, I just thought, you know what? I know exactly what's in this. It's not sugar free. Like there's sugar in it, but just wanted to see how he would react to it. And he, he actually didn't like it as much as, you know, you picture a kid getting their first taste of just like a treat and you just picture them freaking out. <laughs> Cookie monster. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But he didn't. He like bit off a piece and like spit it out and then bit off another. He was more interested in like biting off pieces of the cookie than eating it. But I've never given him anything that big. Like everything I've ever given him, I've given him in pieces or whatever. So I just handed him a whole cookie just to see what happened. And, you know, he made a mess. I cleaned it up. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. You know, living living his best (laughs) life. So... Yes, I need to figure out what kind of treat to make for next week for his birthday. Oh, I was thinking about a sourdough chocolate cake. I found a recipe for that. What do you think? I mean, can't go wrong with chocolate. Can't go wrong with cake. (laughs) Today, especially after the heaviness of last week, we thought we would come to you guys with a dating episode. We know most of y'all listening are in your, you know, mid to late 20s, early 30s. That's that golden spot for dating. Don't don't act like we don't know. Just because we're off the market don't mean we don't know what everybody else is up to. Okay? I was on that market. I ran that market for a long time. I treated that market like a (laughs) full-time job. I know what's up with that market, okay? For so real. we thought we'd talk about it. We we just want to talk dating, what dating must be like during COVID, our dating experiences. You know, it's a hot topic and I want to laugh. So <laughs> that's the thing. I feel like dating, the stories, like when you're in it, it's like, oh God, it's it's exhausting and it's emotional roller coaster. But afterwards, when you have them stories, girl, like they are hilarious. They're so messy and so funny. Like people like this exist. Yes, there are those people out there. But I remember oh, when God. we were both <laughs> dating and you would tell me stories of your dating experiences. And in the heat of the moment, it would seem like nerve wracking and kind of like just like you said, emotionally draining. But now, oh, yeah. Hilarious. For sure. I mean, man, I've I've seen some scrubs. I've seen some wannabe sugar daddy without no sugar with that Splenda. Ooh. I've seen some, was that some Splenda daddy. Some Splenda daddies. <laughs> no. I've seen 
oof, man. The coworkers trying to come out the coworker zone. I, I mean, is, I know there's a friend zone, but is there a coworker zone? That's definitely like, tricky. Oh, I think I remember that for you. I think I remember that. Oof, oof, Girl, man. I straight up forgot that that was a chapter in your life. <laughs> man, it was crazy. And then I remember at one point we were both out there on the scene at the same time. And that was just the best. No, that, that was, was so uh, fun. I wish I could relive that. <laughs> Without the like drama, like I wish I could yeah. relive it and then come home to my husband. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> because yes, the dating scene, especially like when Sierra and I were dating, I was dating a lot of people that I met online. I was into Bumble. I'd gone on some Tinder dates. I met. I dated a lot on this app called mutual which is like tinder but for mormons specifically and that's actually where i met my husband but man when i say your girl was like i had two jobs accounting dating every i probably went on a date almost every day of the week and two on saturday always did two on saturday schedule used to be packed like what is his name today give me the backstory let me paint the picture for me what does he look like what does he do what are you guys doing for real (laughs) i've been on all of it okay i've been on e-harmony i've been on christian mingle i've been on what's that one specifically for black people oh um black people meet I don't even remember what I thought it was called Black Planet. Oh, maybe I never heard that's of that. That's that. That's that throwback. <laughs> <laughs> that's back in the party line. Hop on the party line. Hoop on the party line. <laughs> no, I've you know I've done it. I've done it all. And then even before I got on, like before I was heavily into the my online dating experience really popped off in like my 25, 26 year old days. But like before that. I was still dating, but it was still just awkward. So, you know what I can't figure out is how dating is happening during COVID. Like, is Tinder even allowed to... Well, I guess they're not really doing anything, but like, how's that working out? Does your profile picture have to have you with a mask on or people will think you're irresponsible? (laughs) Like, are you guys meeting in public places? Are you hugging? What about that social distance life? Right. Are they mentioning it in their bios? Are they sticking to the... Are you making out? dogs and tacos? For real. Are you still talking about, you know, your wanderlust and your adventure life? Or are you talking about how many times you've been tested? In the past 30 days. Nostalgic. I forgot about everybody wants a goddamn adventure. Everybody wants a Pam to their gym from the office. (laughs) Everybody can't be Pam and Jim. All Pam and Jim did was steal company time and play each other. For the lot, like most of that series is them just stealing company time. I would not hire Pam or Jim. Okay. I don't know anyone who's dating. Every single one of my friends is in a serious relationship or married. Yeah. I'm not trying to be that person that like, oh, I only hang out with these type of people. But when you are married, all of your single friends realize that they have to get married. So I really don't have any single friends left. Being single is fun if you can do it with your besties. And then as they start to like move on in life, you're like, well, I'm not going to do this by myself. But you also like don't want to go get new friends just so you can stay single and cool. Might as well just find a partner. True. You know what? I wish I wish before I got off the market, I would have mastered that balance of like being kind of in that intro stage of dating. Like you're not in a relationship yet, but you're you definitely are focused on that person and you're spending a lot of time together. Mm. But, you know, I never got that balance of like not ditching my friends. 
my friends at that point. Like I would be like, okay, I'm spending Thursday through Sunday with him. My phone is off. I am just. <laughs> Do not call me. <laughs> like I, I don't even remember you going through that stage with Greg. <laughs> I feel like. When I heard about Greg, you guys were already at that serious point and you had finally looked up out of the dungeon and went, wait, I think I'm in a serious relationship. Should I tell my friends and family? <laughs> I got a call talking about how you guys were all. I'm like, OK, um, it's well, true. hello, it's Greg. True. <laughs> I swear it, it happened quick. You know, I did. I did try to do that. What's that? The 10 date rule, 90 day rule. Or whatever from thinking like a man. I was like, this guy's special. I'm gonna see if this works. I'm gonna make him wait ten dates or ninety days, however long, which whatever one come first. Anyway. That <laughs> we made it to date five. May no, I'm not even gonna lie. I think it was date three or four. Wow. <laughs> You know what? Thanks for catching yourself. You don't got a lot of me, Craig. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, hold on a second. He might hear this and then try to email us about shenanigans. Like she lied to y'all. <laughs> it was day two and a half. Yeah. No, that's completely. I, try, I tried though. Yeah. I have that book that um, Think Like a Man. I bought it when I was single and I like didn't even make it all the way through. I was just like, you know what? Let me watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's so good. The soundtrack is what makes it. I love that movie. I do love the movie. Brayden loves the movie, too. I was the opposite of, of you. When I was dating Brayden, I think you went with us on, like, our second date, third date. Yeah. Like, you were there. You were watching it happen. Yeah, you guys were in the hammock, all staring into each other's eyes. What was that like to witness love? It was surreal because I'd known how like much we talked about it and how much we pictured it and then when it was happening i was like oh my gosh it was very lion king like can you feel the love tonight <laughs> i was like oh this is this is what this is happening i was expecting harps but i feel like i just have to imagine them because this moment deserves it yeah it was it was awesome chemistry right off the bat at least from my perspective it seemed like you guys had chemistry right away i just loved that you like didn't but feel awkward being there because I thought it was really fun. We all went on like a group hike. Like he came over for dinner while Sierra, like Sierra came and visited me and she was with me for like a week. And it just so happens that while she was there, Brayden and I had just met like the week prior. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, you're going to meet him and we're going to hang out. And from what I could see, like Everything was friendly. Everything was chill. It was easy. It wasn't like, why is your cousin here? Or like, I don't like this guy. It was very <laughs> easy to just like have you both around. I didn't feel drawn one way or the other. And because I'm like, and I wonder how other people deal with this. And I take pride in this. So excuse my pride. But I take pride in the fact that like, I am so just myself everywhere Mm -hmm. that like I don't feel awkward having people from different parts of my life together. Like I don't feel like, oh, well, this is this version of me, you know, and this is this vision of me that I'm trying to show you. And it was nothing like that. Like I was 100% chill the whole time. I could belly laugh. I could do all the things. <laughs> yeah, it was real. No, that's really good. That's a good point because that was really that, like you said, that first week. And normally, it, what it takes three months or whatever for people to kind of let their best best version of themselves go. And yeah, you were completely yourself. Like I didn't, I didn't catch any like, oh, she didn't pull out her bag of bacon. <laughs> she must be trying to act booze. <laughs> no, no, like, you were very much so you. I love that. And I think, yeah, that's what made it work. How many people try to be this like special 
version of themselves when they're dating. I think that can almost like ruin your dating experience because you're trying so hard to be this like perfect candidate for this person. And in the meantime, they're probably like waiting to get to know you. Exactly. Or if they fall for that, that perfect candidate and that's not going to, that's not maintainable. So now what's the longevity of this relationship when they, the cracks start happening? Seriously, what's your end game? Yeah. Man, I have all kinds of dating stories. It depends on where we want to go. I've been on dates with people that I had so much fun with, but that I did not connect with romantically at all. And like, I feel like sometimes people don't understand how to just like say what they feel in those moments. Like they just drag it on. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been on dates with someone and you're like, I really have a good time with you, but I'm not romantically attracted to you. Let me just keep dating you and see if that comes up. Like, see if I can, like, grow that attraction or, like, manifest it out of nothing. Yeah, I had a habit of that. Just because I I thought that that was something that you could manufacture. Like, with friendship comes comfortability, comes maybe attraction, maybe, I don't know. Like, that was just, maybe it might be for some people, but I realized that was kind of me settling in a sense, trying to, like, rely on, you know, time Mm -hmm. creating some type of attraction. Right. But, yeah, I remember that. I remember back in the Bumble days. I had met this guy that like on paper was just, man, he was, he was six, five. I'm going to sing that because I had uh, right before that I was dating these five, six, five, sevens. And I was, it was not, it was not for me. So when he came, I was like, Ooh, that back of my neck gets to curl. I get to look up a little bit. I kind of, you know, uh, anywho, and you guys on that posture, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) He was at school for, to be a cardiologist. I was like, okay, okay. Okay. He was willing to drive all the way to the cornfields to come see little old me. I was like, okay, okay. Not the cornfields. (laughs) Not the cornfields. You were to come to the cow. You were willing to leave the city and come to the cow. Oh, okay. You bold. Okay. I like, okay. Wait, can you tell me who this is? Because I'm like blanking. Who is this person? His name, I guess, Jakeem. I don't don't even know if um, he'll listen to this. Was he African? He, Haitian, I remember. I think I, I vaguely remember a Haitian. Yeah. And he, okay. he was perfect. It just, and he was attractive. And that's what I couldn't get over. I think it was kind of that cultural thing that kind of like our sense of it's a humor were different. And I think you told me that. Yeah. You're like, yeah, he's cute. He's everything. But I just can't. I do remember this vaguely. Yeah. He's engaged now. And I think his girl's pregnant. We follow each other on Instagram. We stayed cool. <laughs> you know, and that's why we were able to stay cool. Because even though I prolonged things, which was not cool, like we never like crossed too many lines. Like we like maybe kissed like twice, but we didn't like, mm-hmm. we definitely had the chance to go further. But I feel like if we would have done that and, you know, the chemistry was off and, you know, things, emotions would have got really entangled. We wouldn't have been mm. able to be as cool and friendly and platonic now. No, I totally get yeah. it. Yeah, but he's doing think- great. <laughs> You better do it. You better. I wonder, is he actually a cardiologist now? Mm, I think he's still in school. Like now he's like a maybe a resident or something. Oh yeah. I forgot they got to go to school for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's in the field. He's definitely stuck with it. I like how you like didn't force it. I know there was a time in my life where I was dating and I was just like waiting to feel anything And then I would have moved forward on that person. Like, that's kind of the mindset I was in. I was like, you know what? There's so many people out here and 
we're all single. We're all in the same age group. Most of them are in my same like religious group. I just need to like feel just a tinge of something and that'll be enough. That's kind of what I was thinking. And so I went on. Oh no. Holy crap. Let me tell you about. Okay. So this is the last guy that I was like officially like in a relationship with before I met Brayden. And Oh, part of me does not even want to say his name. You know, those people who you like think of and you kind of get like, like if you think to yourself, did I just see that his car? Did I just see blah, blah, blah. And you kind of get like a cold shiver. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. So the last guy I dated before I was with Brayden, I met him online. We went on like a, we went on like a picnic type date for our first date. He was seemingly very nice, attractive tall, you know, like green eyed, beautiful, just really good looking guy, really nice, really like soft. I can't explain. Not very like macho, like nice body and everything, but like very seemingly like tender hearted, you know what mm. I mean? And so I was like, huh, okay. And so went on a date with him, went and like, and then we went for like a drive and we looked at the stars and we, it was just really cool. He wasn't LDS. He didn't tell me that until maybe the second date, but he was an LDS. And I just thought, oh, you know, let's just see, you know, what happens. And we kept going on dates. We ended up really liking each other. Then we decided, like, okay, like, let's just date each other. And man, he was like so emotionally intense. Mm. One of those people that, like, if I would have married him, I'm not sure who I would be, but I can tell you right now, I wouldn't have a business. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have a podcast because I, he would, he would deem anything I said on here to be too much information to share. Mm, just sensitive, and controlling. What, what? Yes. Controlling, like very. And then I found out like right before I broke up with him that his goal was to date me and to get me to like leave the church oh my gosh now that's a real yeah i wonder is that a narcissist or a sociopath but one of the two but his ass when i say he sat me down in his basement and like put on a movie that the whole purpose of this movie is to is to talk about why um the mormon religion is like demonic or something man now that is the devil for you talk about he will send his troops Bro, it was insane. Like, I was like, are you serious? And you know what? The last thing he said to me before I realized, like, yeah, we need to break up right now. He said, if we are married and we have a child and you decide you want to stay LDS, you will be going to church every week for the rest of your life by yourself. Mm, Wow. That's what he said. And I was like, enough said. Fair enough. Fair enough, dude, fair enough. And I was like, okay, we should end this, like, right now. Like, what did he think? I mean, I'm I'm so glad that he was this transparent about his assholery and fuckery. I almost think he thought I was Mormon because maybe there was, like, a sense of belonging. And if I found that sense of belonging in him, then I wouldn't feel like I needed to be Mormon. But, like, little did he know, your girl's a true convert, okay? I believe in the gospel. I'm not just Mormon because it's easy to do where I live. Totally a narcissist. Um, Way to put your your worth up there with the worth and, like, fulfillment someone will receive from their faith and the church. Like, But for whoa. real, he's like, <laughs> I just need her to know that, like, she has everything she needs in me. Oh, wow. 
And I'm like, whoa, why do I, if I could go back to that Lauren and talk to her about just like dating in general and how healthy relationships are, what I want to remember your, um, what's that guy you dated? That one guy you what, dated? Prison Bay, Ooh. Rat Bay, Gaslighting no, Bay. No, no, no. <laughs> what do you mean Gaslighting? Just college shenanigans. That boyfriend. <laughs> no, that guy you had who was a really good guy and you pissed him off. Oh, and then he let's like, not rewrite history now. Uh-uh. <laughs> last time I checked, you, this is how I remember the story happening. This was a decent guy, you guys, from what I know. He was in like dental school or something or like medical assistant. I don't know what he was going to school for, but he's going for school, going to school for something that Sierra didn't deem. That's good not <laughs> what happened at all. No, uh, uh, this is uh, what I remember. And then you got no. drunk. You got drunk, and you popped off, and you said something about how like you don't know why he has to spend so much time studying because it's not like what he's studying is that oh, hard. Oh wow! You just put that out there. Is that not what like you said? That. Is that uh, not what uh, you said? You know, <laughs> I'm doing the hold up, hold up, hold up. No. <laughs> And correct me. I wish please. I remember this man's name. It started with Preston. Boop. There it is. Elephant like a goat. I couldn't even remember yeah. his damn name. And yes. To give context, listeners. I don't know if you've dated a bald man before <laughs> that's in his 20s, but um, they tend to overcompensate. They tend to have a little bit of a fragile ego. And he was also another one of those five, six, five, sevens. But Oh, was he five six he was. five seven? He was. I didn't know <laughs> so, that about him. I mean, I'm not going to stereotype or generalize, but there's some. But there's you just some, did. You know, things <laughs> that influence people's personalities, and I think his esteem grow. You know what I mean? That made him the way he was. Yeah, and yeah. he's also one of those that does the protein okay. shakes and manscapes now. You know, just short and bald. <laughs> so anyway, I met him also online, and at first I was like, he was one of those that started off very like. Hey, you are a beautiful chocolate, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, sometimes that's flattering. Sometimes it just kind of hits your ear a little like, anywho, because that just makes it feel really sexualized really early for me. I don't know if anyone else. Right, right. (laughs) No, I agree with that. So he did all that. And then, I don't know, I think I had just gotten out of something. So I was kind of like, okay, let me, let me talk to somebody. I need to talk to somebody. (laughs) It was one of those moods I was in. So I did go out with him. We went out a couple of times. First, you know, there were red flags. I looked past it because he was a little older, far more put together than, you know, what I was running into before that. He had a car. He was clean, had plans for the future, even though that is partially true what Lawrence said. He did talk about his plans as if, like, you're going to school to be a dental hygienist. And you're comparing that to me doing this. I mean, it was just everything was like a one up. And then the way he would try to one up, I'm like, that doesn't seem like something that really is one upping. I do remember you saying something about one up. I can't place when. I just remember it, hearing that it was, before. That was very him. Like, if you mention, yeah, I'm looking at a car. Well, I had this car back at, you know, it was just, it was just always like, okay, okay, cool, bro. What's the competition though? Why you gotta like, you don't gotta prove nothing to me. That's how I've always been that person. And when you keep pushing that on me, it's just an ugly look to me. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I was letting it go, letting it go because there were some perks, you know, or what have you. So, and he was, he actually was a smart kid. Like he was putting me on the things, like he was teaching me about guns and MMA and just, he had like hobbies that I kind of thought were cool, you know? So I was like, I like that. Expose me to something that I don't 
normally talk about, look at. So that's when I say perks, that's what I mean. Like he was different than my normal crowd. And I like that. So we got, into, he was over one night and we were drinking, hanging out. You guys don't need to be in my boudoir, but you know, we had already boudoir. familiarized ourselves with each other at that point. <laughs> Not my finest time. I don't know what we, I, I don't know what we were Stop drinking. it. Stop it. I don't know what we were drinking, but um, I don't know what he was saying, but it, it, it probably had, I think we had spent the whole day together. So at this point now it was drinking. I was just like, ugh. I didn't have a break from it, you know, so it was just back to back that I, re- I thought <laughs> I remember you telling me say- him saying like I needed he's saying I need to like study. I need to get home and st- I don't know if you guys were out. I don't know what the situation was, but I thought he was saying like I need to oh, get home and study. I have something like, I, I something. could see that. I think we had just maybe familiarized ourselves with each other's bodies. And then <laughs> he was like insinuating like I need to get home and study. And I was like really (laughs) like my drunk ass like uh you study quite a bit and i mean it's not rocket science that's legit what she said see how see how at the the beginning i said that and she was like no that's not what happened but that is what happened there was a guy who was in school for something that she didn't deem important enough and then she straight up said i don't know why you gotta study so much it's not like it's that hard did try to make it seem like i gotta put it six hours i can't hold a job i'm in school full time i gotta study six hours i'm like you only go to class twice a week it's you're 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 it's like it is why you gotta study six hours a day seven days a week for something that i i just i didn't get it and he just tried to make it sound like well i'm gonna be making seven thousand dollars right out the gate i'm like yay i took it upon myself to humble him and that wasn't humble of me and you know what i'll i'll take that l but I still don't fuck with him. No, that was an interesting story. It was oh, one of the yeah. ones that like stuck out for me oh, with your dating experience. Him. Too funny. No, that was the stepping stone. That was a because because I remember when it didn't work out, we kind of sat down and talked about it, and you were like, you know what though, and I don't. Maybe you still feel this way, or maybe you're like, no, I don't feel this way anymore. But you definitely said that like he was somewhere where you were not at the time. Like you were still working up to being on that level, and he wasn't. He was there and you guys just didn't like meet I, up at the right. I definitely like, see you know that I mean? like in hindsight, but even clearer in hindsight, right. I think it was the illusion of it. Like, because I was so not there that it oh. looked like I, like it, I was easily sold. Yeah. It looked exactly. like that's what there looked like. And, okay. Okay. Yeah. I can buy that. Yeah, for sure. Do you think people still pay for... Ooh. <laughs> the woman i mean where are you man, going with this yes like, <laughs> people still prostitute <laughs> well no why are you always <laughs> prostitutes in a conversation we get it sierra we get it you love prostitutes yeah. that's like her dream job she's like you know what if i had to <laughs> heck yeah i, I wouldn't would say it. dream job but it definitely isn't um, the worst fallback for me ever i'm sorry i just don't look at it that's oh <laughs> no i was gonna say do do the is the guy still not required but expected to pay for the date or is 2020 and 2021 so woke that the woman's like offended mm. if the guy tries to pay that's a greer question right <laughs> damn if i know greer has been in a serious relationship for True. years now i don't I think she like knows more i i've never would call myself a feminist i think i I'll have some of those alignments but I, I haven't dived deep enough to really be able to be like that put that label and know really what 
all that entails. No, that's true. That's true. I don't know. Cause like it was, it was kind of like, I, I, of course I went on dates with my own money, especially if it was like a situation where I didn't want to stay. I needed to be able to pay to like, just leave. But when I was dating, that was kind of just how it went. Like you go somewhere and the guy pays for the date, unless you guys like make different arrangements ahead of time. But do they have to ask permission? To be the guy not. that takes some some of that's like asking. Well, I guess sometimes that's cute. I was gonna say that's like asking, "Can I kiss you?" And but sometimes that is cute. But most of the times it takes it kind of takes it away from me. But <laughs> like, um, you should can I kiss be able you? To feel if that's okay. <laughs> is this like, okay? I don't know. I think my rule of thumb is if I invited you out somewhere, if I planned this, if that this was my brainchild, then I would feel com- I would would pay. But if you ask me. Or if it kind of was that mutual, like back and forth, like, hey, let's do something, da, da, blah, 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 then I think he should pay. You mentioned this 10 date rule that you got from Think Like a Man. <laughs> Is that how dating goes now? I mean, I'm going to be real. I wasn't having sex on dates, okay? I'm like, when I say I went on a date with a guy, that means I like, we went to dinner or like we went and did something fun, like bowling or hiking or whatever. I wasn't, I didn't have sex with Brayden until we got married. I didn't have sex. You know what I, mean? I just, I'm not in that scene. So I have no, no idea fair. how that goes. I I think it's rare. Do you feel, is it like a three, like, how does it go? Is it like three dates? And is it, cause I feel like dating for me would be totally different if mm, I knew that sex was sure. on the table. Like if I knew that there was a possibility that I was going to have sex with someone, like, that I, how do you plan for that? You don't know how to, what is it? What is something that you have to know about somebody to have sex with them? This is on true. Date? Yeah. I was never good at that either. I've never been like that first date girl. Like I, I, and I have been open to it plenty of times. I kept saying this is going to be my year, <laughs> my whole year. <laughs> and I just, I couldn't. Oh boy. I don't know. I just, I'd never aligned. Like I never met that person where I was like, yeah, I am ready to do that at the end of the night, except for once. And he looked like Jesse Smollett. And then it just, it just, you know, I ended up like finding attraction on, you know, him more than just physically attractive. And I was like, I don't know, maybe that might ruin it if we sleep together on the first date. So we ended up not. So I don't know. I've never been, I, I, I can't say. I think it's up to, yeah. Oh, the yeah. dating you should always carry So condoms. if I was single... I should always carry condoms for 100%. What if you meet sex, someone what you're saying? at a restaurant, you guys end up, you know, going for a stroll, getting dinner. So technically that's almost like two dates. And then you guys catch like a, a nighttime show movie or something. And then at the end of the night, there's all this chemistry. It feels amazing. Super attracted. He invites you back. He lives a block away. Doesn't He doesn't have condoms, but you have condoms. <laughs> this feels really specific. Wow. Oh my gosh. No, I, uh, that's interesting. So there are women walking around with condoms in their purse. I mean, I guess I like the preparedness of it, but it also kind of gives me a vibe of like, are you just gonna, like, are you wearing (laughs) underwear right now? Like, are you just gonna let it fly to whoever asked for it? Like being open to, I don't know. I don't, I I don't think we need to be so, I don't want to call it a prude, but man, this is a real open, fluid time we're in. All things are fair game. Love, sex, first date, tenth date, poly. I don't mean to sound like I'm like this super liberated person because, like, out of all my friends, I'm probably the least experienced or like free in that way. But I would like I went on this date with this one guy, okay. um, the one that I was telling you about. That I wasn't sure if we were going to eat at the restaurant, and 
he was like looking at all that jazz. Um, I oh, failed to yeah. mention afterwards, after we left, mm-hmm. we were like sitting out, like he walked into his, my car and then his car was parked right next to mine. So we were like still sitting, kind of standing by our cars talking. And um, I don't know what he asked. I think he mentioned that he makes like music or something, or he like edits videos or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He was like, do you want to see one? And so like we like sat in his car and he like showed me one as he was scrolling to pull it up. There's a video of him receiving oral from two girls. And he's like, oh, 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 and like try to act all false modest. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and I'm act, I'm genuinely modest and like, oh my God, almost mortified, kind of curious. Like, what the hell? Like, what, what, how do we move past this? And then he's like, did you want to, did you want to see it? And I'm like, uh, I'm a little curious. Not gonna last <laughs> I did watch it. You watched it? Holy crap. So some guy created a porno and you, he yeah, went, mean, do you want to see my porno? And you went, yeah, okay. Shots. No, <laughs> you know what I think would be interesting? And I, I've never had this experience, but I know there are a lot of people out there who are dating. You said dating with kids? With kids. Like they have children and they are dating. You know what I mean? I can't imagine how dating would have changed for me if anyone I was dating had kids or if, I had kids because I feel like I'd have to go into it with a different mindset. Like, can I be, I mean, I'm just guessing I've never done it, but can I be as like, I don't think I would have gone on as many dates for sure, because I think I would have been a little more cautious about who I'm going out with, who, you know, that it just seems like you'd have to be careful, especially during COVID. I don't think I'd go on dates if I had kids during covid because i could just bring whatever that person has home and get my kids sick yeah actually i never thought about it like that yeah that really put a a stall in somebody's dating life like this year they were supposed to probably meet their their soulmate in their mind hopefully hoping or their partner and damn they weren't even able to get out there like that for real or they did and just was like nerve-wracked about it the whole time like crap out this person like you have to vet these people heavy are you sure you haven't been around anybody who's been coughing sneezing sore throat fever in the last you know 72 hours or whatever yeah if you think dating is just a good time send us an email and you should try listening <laughs> podcast at gmail.com so that we can shame you no i'm kidding i'm kidding kidding but but yeah it's it just it's like a full-time and it's like a full-time job for me i can't imagine what it was like for the guy there are lots of things to cover on dating but i mean (laughs) wow hung out on that just in our experiences i mean we've been around the block (laughs) no anyone who has a dating experience or you know something that we said that's relatable that you want to share send us an email to you should try listening podcast at gmail.com. I'm sure we are not the only people out there who have had train wreck dating experiences or who have had amazing dating experiences that led to, you know, nothing, <laughs> which is so shocking. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, listening to us ramble yeah, about all, got of the our, good, the bad, you know, all of our experiences. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say the good, the bad, and the <laughs> explicit. <laughs> Um, no, this was such a fun episode. 2020. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>